Welcome to Sheesh Fit, a celebration of good health and an examination of holistic fitness. I'm your host, Ashish Thomas. The bench press will help us target our pushing muscles like the shoulders, triceps, and most notably the chest. And people use either a barbell or a pair of dumbbells to complete this movement. But the dumbbell bench press, I feel, is easier for beginners to start off with. And I feel that way because, first of all, when using dumbbells, you're able to go to failure safely without having a spotter. You can just drop the weights. That's good for safety reasons and also helps you be more willing to go to failure. With the barbell, if you're consistently scared of failing and having the weight collapse on you, you might stop the set too soon. I'll admit that the best way to get rid of that fear is to do the barbell bench press and make well-planned and strategic improvements from workout to workout. But I do still think that starting with dumbbells is preferential because it gives you a foundation of strength without also having to worry about hurting yourself. After building that foundation, you can and should implement barbell work. Going through that process is also important because if you're someone who hasn't trained properly or hasn't trained at all, you may have some muscle imbalances. Handling muscle imbalances mainly comes down to training unilaterally and focusing on each side of the body separately and then getting them to equal strength. We can't really pay attention to these imbalances when we're pushing a barbell because each arm would be pushing the same object, that being the bar. We may notice that one side of the bar is going up faster than the other, but that may be hard to adjust for mid-movement, especially if you aren't coordinated with weights. Now, although the dumbbell bench press isn't technically a unilateral exercise, the unilateral version would actually be a single arm dumbbell variation. We can still more easily notice and try to fix muscle imbalance issues because each arm is pushing a separate weight. So keep these imbalance issues in mind when lifting the weights and maybe go down in weight if you find that one side is much weaker than the other. The last reason why I'm choosing dumbbells over the barbell is that I think that people find dumbbell movements a lot less intimidating than their barbell counterparts. At least that was the case for me when I first started. Alright, so with that said, let's start talking about how to do the exercise. I urge you to try executing each step while I discuss it because it'll make things come together and will help you better understand why we're doing what we're doing. So hopefully you're by a bench and have some weights that you can use to help follow along. But yeah, let's start with the setup. You should be sitting on a bench and have dumbbells resting on your legs. From there, to get to the start position, push the weights up with your legs and as you do this, begin to lay down on the bench. But keep the dumbbells close to your body as you go to lay down. By the end, you should be laying on the bench, feet planted on the floor, and dumbbells resting near your chest. This is the typical starting position. We're starting with the weights near our chest instead of having them up because it's a safer position. In addition to that, you wouldn't be wasting energy getting the weight up before you really start the set. So that's another good reason to start with the weights at the bottom near your chest. Okay, so after you set up, look at how your body is positioned. One of the things you'll notice is a slight natural arch in your lower back. This is completely fine as long as it's not excessive, 
but be conscious of whether or not your butt is coming off the bench. It probably won't be at this point, but it may later when you start performing the movement. So keep the butt position in mind and make sure that you keep it contracted and on the bench. Another thing you should keep note of is your legs. They should be in a stable position. This means your knees should be making close to a 90 degree angle and your feet should be planted firmly on the ground. Going a little outside of 90 degrees is fine, but just make sure that your legs are keeping your body stable and offering strength in the movement. Using your feet to apply force down into the ground can give you the power to lift the weight up, and that can be especially helpful late into the set. The bench press should be a total body movement, so you should be using your entire body to optimize your performance. Your legs are much stronger than your chest, so getting them involved will make it easier to push heavy weights. So now that we've taken note of our back and our legs, let's examine something that's often overlooked for this movement, the head. The back of your head should be glued onto the bench. Moving it up from that position can lead to neck pain and postural problems down the line. You shouldn't try to push your head down too much since that can cause pain, but do make sure that it's not tilting forward. It's also a good practice to keep your chin tucked. We do this because we don't want to put excess pressure on our necks if we were to push our heads down hard onto the bench. Alright, so now that we've completed the starting position, it's time to retract the scapulae. We have to do this to keep our shoulders in a safe position that avoids overuse of our front delts and allows the chest to act as the primary mover. Before we make the necessary scapular adjustment, I suggest that you push the weights up all the way to the top. We're doing this because it's easier to move our scapulae from this position. So overall, by now you should be fully set up and laying on the bench and you should have also pushed the dumbbells up. Now to go to scapular retraction, there are a couple ways to do it. The easiest way to get them into position is to elevate, retract, and then depress them. Or more simply, just move our shoulders up, back, and then down. And that retracts the scapulae. This is something that we definitely had to do at the start of every set. We had to make sure that our shoulders are in the right position because having them out of order can completely change the movement. If our scapulae aren't retracted, we aren't putting our shoulders in a safe position. And we may actually find the front delts taking over. This is actually an issue I had back when I first started training. I would get a lot of front delt pain doing the bench press because my shoulders weren't stable. I would also get very little chest activation, which made the movement pretty frustrating and painful. So to really make sure that the scapulae are retracted before every set, push them up, back, and then down. I find this to be the easiest way to keep them retracted, but, but some people have other suggestions like just pulling the shoulders back, but I don't like that cue because simply pulling your shoulders back is pretty tough to do while you're laying down, and it's also kind of hard to stay locked into that position during the set. I've also seen people drag their shoulders up the bench to set them up correctly, but that's never worked well for me, and it's not always possible to do if your bench isn't stable. But it could be something to experiment with. But now that we have set up and have our shoulder blades positioned correctly, let's talk about proper arm positioning. There's potential for a lot of mistakes in this part of the lift. 
The typical form that you'll see will be having the arms out all the way to the point where they make a straight horizontal line with the shoulders. Having your arms up that high puts immense pressure on the shoulders and can cause potential injury. Added to that, your range of motion is limited due to this shoulder pressure, and you won't be able to touch the weights to your chest. Remember that the bench press is just a weighted version of the push-up. When we do push-ups, having our arms out to the side like that is deemed incorrect form. And the same can be said here. Instead of having your arms out like that, bring them in closer. They shouldn't be too tight to the body, unless you really want to hit your triceps. You should have them somewhere in the middle. I know that's not really specific. There are a lot of places your arms could be to fulfill that requirement. You'll just have to work with your anatomy to see which position works best for you. As a lankier person, I find it more comfortable to get my arms closer to my body. This distance helps me keep the weight stable over the entire range of motion. Alright, so now that we got the arm width down, let's talk about how low we can go. When you bring your arms down, your elbow should be fairly close to 90 degrees. But the extent of the bend would be a little different from lifter to lifter. Just keep in mind that your forearm shouldn't move inwards or outwards. A little sway inwards is fine, but your elbow should be as close to 90 degrees as possible. You should bring the dumbbells down as much as comfortable, but you should attempt to try to get your arms at least low enough for them to be parallel to the ground. Also remember to keep your wrists strong as you bring the weights down. It's easy to allow them to cave in and mess up your arm positioning. Your wrists should always stay in line with your elbows. This is what helps you make that 90 degree angle at the bottom of the movement. With those things in mind, the main cue I use to lift properly with my arms is bring the elbows to the ground. This cue helps me simplify the movement and stops me from getting too caught up in angles and wrist alignment. Another thing to note is that the dumbbells shouldn't be moving straight up and down. They should actually be moving in a diagonal line. From the top position, you should move diagonally forward so that the dumbbells rest around your nipple line at the bottom. And then as you go up, you should push the dumbbells diagonally back towards your head to reach back to the original start position. So you don't want to be thinking about bringing the dumbbells straight up and down because they're supposed to be moving diagonally, ever so slightly. I'm able to accomplish this kind of motion just by focusing on the elbows to the ground cue. Last thing I want to mention is breathing. Breathe in for the concentric and out for the eccentric portion of the lift. This is pretty much what you'll do for every resistance exercise, but in this particular case, that would mean breathing in before you bring the weights down and out as you push the weights up. And that's it. That's the dumbbell bench press. Stick to medium reps in general. This means going from anywhere between 8 to 15 reps. Obviously, you can go higher for endurance work. You can also go all the way down to the 5 rep level if you want to go heavy. But I personally prefer using a barbell when going that heavy. But as you get more familiar with the dumbbell bench press, incorporate the barbell bench press into your routine. Use both. The barbell is great to push really heavy weights. And the dumbbells are a helpful addition to the program to avoid imbalances as you get stronger with the barbell.